0: I'm Luka Dončić and this is Locked On Mavericks Podcast. This is gonna be huge! 360 in the contract, never that, I just take the contact, I bring it back, I'm running on the fast break, behind the back, yeah this that, this that, this that, Dirk with the Welcome, you are Locked On to Dallas Mavericks. This is Isaac Harris. I'm a contributor to Mavs.com. I am one of the co-hosts for this podcast. Obviously, if you've been listening to this podcast for, for a while, uh, Nick Angstead, uh runs the show, basically, and uh, his voice is the first voice that you hear. But today, uh, you get me. You get me for the whole pod. Uh, as uh, Nick and I are both on vacation we're both visiting family in the Kentucky Cincinnati area, uh, but his service uh, just absolutely sucks. So uh, I'm running the show today, uh, probably the rest of the week, but I'm going to have some guests uh, join me. I have a guest joining me uh, tomorrow or actually tonight for post game for the Hornets game, Hornets Mavs, first home game for the Mavericks this season. Super excited about that. Uh, so today, I'm what I'm going to talk about today, I'm going to do kind of a grab bag of topics at the beginning. I'm going to talk about Brad Townsend's... Josh Richardson piece in the Dallas Morning News. I'm going to talk about some KP updates because uh, I talked to, I asked KP a question today. Some people talked to uh, Christos Porzingis uh, today. I guess yesterday, I should say yesterday. Uh, after practice, Rick Carlo gave some updates on him. If you've seen that on Twitter, if not, we'll talk about it on the pod. And then I also have some words for Paul George, and I just need to get it off my chest. But then the rest of the podcast, I'm actually going to be talking about New Year's resolutions for the Mavericks. I shot out a tweet and I said, what would be your number one New Year's resolution for the Dallas Mavericks in 2021? And it got a lot of responses. So I'm going to kind of go through some of my favorite ones, respond to them. Some of them are good. Some of them are ones that I have for the team. Some of them um, are dumb. So should be fun. Real quick, off the top, I'm visiting family, like I said, and... I visited my grandma today, so my grandma's super blunt, I'm a blunt person, but my, my grandma's pretty blunt, and for the past few years, I've showed up to, I see my grandma a couple times a year, uh, when I come home from Dallas with my family, and I normally, typically I walk in, and my grandma looks at me, typically, and uh, will pat my belly as I walk in, and, and ask me, have you gained weight, and I'm like, thanks, ma'am. great to see you, um, yeah, cool, and, you know, it's like, all right, I just kind of expect it. So fast forward a couple of years of, of that happening. And uh, during quarantine, not to uh, go down a whole long story, I really took it upon myself to try to get in better shape. And I've lost a decent amount of weight. And uh, for a lot of people, me coming home, I've seen different people and they're like, hey, man, I, wow, you've lost some weight, blah, blah. It's a great feeling whenever you put in the work for it. I go into my grandma's house. I'm like, here, here it is. Here's the moment. All right my grandma could actually say something like good about me and she doesn't say anything. And I'm like, what the crap? And I, I get up, my wife's like laughing cause she obviously hadn't said anything. And I was like, my you're not even going to say anything good. Like I, this is like the first time that I actually like, look at me, like, look at this. And she looks at me and she goes, honey, you did lose weight. Thank God you needed to. What? Like, okay. Thank you. Thank you. So uh, anyway, that just happened a few hours ago. So that's been on my mind. Let's talk about some Mavericks stuff. I know you don't care about my stories. So, man, Brad Townsend, one of my favorite people who cover the Mavericks, He's covered the Mavericks for, gosh, I don't even know how long he's covered the Mavs. We've had him on this podcast. Uh, I know I joked with him about that before, and he was like, hey, it kind of tells his age. But who cares because he's literally one of the best. Uh, and he wrote this story on Josh Richardson just fitting in with the Mavs. Uh, he's one of the top storylines for this Mavericks team. Uh, in this beginning of this year, I guess, and uh, just this trade and how well he's fit. I mean, I I literally think that's the top storyline right now because he has fit so much better than a lot of us can even imagine. I mean, I I thought he was going to be a good fit, but uh, I think through three games in preseason, he's looked uh, remarkable. But, you know, Brad wrote this story on this, how this, you know, deal came uh, to be because, you know, y'all know Philly, attached a draft pick the 36 pick uh, which ended up being Tyler Bay love Tyler Bay go read my story at maps.com. I can plug this stuff because you know what Nick's not running the show right now and you know they had to attach a pick to swap Josh Richardson for Seth Curry and just how that came to be but I don't want to ruin the story because I want you to go read it so I'm plugging it but I do want to mention this part from the story Brad talks to his agent, Josh Richardson's agent, which newsflash happens to be Luka Doncic's agent, Bill Duffy. And Bill says that, you know, they, we all know he has a player option. Richardson has a player option for at the end of this year and his fit in Philly wasn't very good. And they had let Philly know that, Hey, this fit isn't good. We all know it. He has a player option and he, he puts this in a piece. Like we let him know that he's probably not going to be back after the season. So start entertaining some trade offers and, And this one part Brad puts in a piece, it says, they asked Richardson, or his agent asked him, where is the number one place you would want to go play? They asked him, Jay Rich, Dallas. He immediately responded, let's freaking go. Just, let's just, I I need to go order his jersey right now. I mean, you, not only does he fit well, but he wanted to be here. And I thought that was the coolest thing. So anyway, go, uh, yeah, go read this story. It was an incredible story by Brad. Love. Uh, yeah. Love everything about that story. Love seeing the background uh, of all of that unfold. The biggest news of the day for the Mavericks was Christoph Porzingis kind of update. You know, I was setting in I'm working on a, a, another story uh, really on Luca. I haven't gotten to really write about Luca. You know, the stuff that I write from Mavs.com, it's kind of deeper if, if you guys do follow it. Um, you know, Eddie and Dwayne kind of take the everyday writing. They're beat writers for the most part. They've done that for years. They're some of the best in the business at it. And so my approach at Mavs.com in a, in a writing stance is these longer feature pieces. And so I wrote one you know, on Tyrell Terry a while back. I wrote one on Tyler Bay a few weeks ago. And if you want some deeper dives into their stories. But I'm writing one on Luca, and I haven't gotten to really write on Luca uh, for a while, I guess. And so anyway, I was... Uh, in the Zoom, um, I guess, waiting room, waiting for practice to end today. And it was just supposed to be Carlisle and Willie Colley-Stein. And all of a sudden, massPR PR come in there and they say, hey, uh, Porzingis is going to talk today too. And they're like, whoa, you know, perked up a little bit. I'm like, all right, what? if Porzingis is going to talk, does this mean uh, there's going to be an update? Rick talks first. He's asked about KP. Rick says very openly, this was his first full, he was a full go in practice today. Big time sign, big time sign of where KP's at in his recovery. And Rick just gives a lot of, you know, details on that of, you know, he's obviously going to be pressed a little bit on that when he says that. Uh, but Rick said, yeah, he was a full going practice. He says he will not play in December, which you're listening to this on the 30th. So there's one more day left in December. Um, he's planning on January, but there's no definitive timetable. So he can't just say, Hey, this date, he's going to play on this date, but he did say it won't be a shock. If it's sometime, you know, like two weeks from now and Porzingis is playing, it would not be a shock. So they've talked about January all along. I've been kind of like hesitant about it. I've been thinking February 1st in my mind uh, just because I thought they would just take this very cautiously, in which they they are. I I shouldn't – I should not have worded it that way. They have been taking it cautiously, but I just – in my mind, I'm like, I just want to add weeks onto it. And very well could, but the fact that he was a full goal in practice today – Talking to him after that, he talked to us a little bit after that too. He is ready to go. He is super excited, but he also needs he, he needs to get back in shape. You know, playing shape. There's a difference between being you know, y'all know this in shape, game shape, all that. So anyway, super positive sign, encouraging sign. This is the big thing we've been waiting on of what will this Dallas team look like with a healthy Porzingis, with Luca. And the supporting guys, Jay Rich, Tim Hardaway, Maxie and these guys. So I'm really excited for that. I know the team's super excited for that and Luca and everybody. So it'll happen at the right time, but now we just have to weather the storm a little bit. Keep rolling. Let's go. Let's go into our home court tonight against Charlotte, take care of business and keep going. Even up our record at 500, two and two and keep moving forward and welcome Miami to town this weekend. Before I go on our first break real real quick. I just want to say this about Paul George. After the fifty point loss the other day, Paul George had something to say, and it kind of—I want to say it's frustrating, but it wasn't that surprising considering his back and forth with Doc Rivers uh, about his struggles last year. Y'all know that, and he kind of put the blame on Doc Rivers. Like, all right, cool, Paul George, you're just kind of deflecting the blame to Doc. Doc kind of fired back in a subtle way, and it, it was just kind of fun to watch, you know, for a bit. So Dallas beats them by 50 in the post game. <laughs> oh, Paul George in the post game. Uh, this is from, uh, yeah, a, a reporter there in LA. Uh, he, he tweets out Paul George's statement after game. He said, I take full responsibility, tough situation being on road on the road on Christmas. I hope everyone enjoyed the Christmas yesterday. And that was the reason for a sluggish day. Homie, you're going to stay here and blame this on Christmas. You being on the road on Christmas when the Dallas Mavericks have been in L.A. for four days before (laughs) – had been in four days, and they were on the road during Christmas. They haven't celebrated with their families either, but you're going to blame it on the fact that you were on the road on Christmas and you haven't got to celebrate Christmas yet either. Um, Yeah, the Mavericks in the same boat, man. That's – I mean – he has a Mary Poppins bag of excuses. Uh, let's take a break real quick, and then we'll come back. Guys, let me tell you about our friends over at Bet Online AG. Nick and I have been talking about these guys for a while. They're uh, good friends of the Locked On Sports Network. If you are into sports betting, you've been looking to get into sports betting, there's no better place than Bet Online AG. The NFL playoffs are just around the corner. It's scary how close it is, but y'all know I'm a huge Ravens fan, and – I mean, I guess if y'all want to bet on the Cowboys, have fun with that. But if you do bet on the Cowboys, go to BetOnline.ag. There's only one place that has you covered and one place that we trust here at Lockdown Mavericks. That's BetOnline.ag. You can sign up today for a free count at BetOnline.ag and use that promo code LOCKEDON for your 50% welcome bonus don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code Locked On to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit Bet Online A G. Guys, before we talk about New Year's resolutions for the Mavs, I have to plug real quick. Locked On Bets. It's a new podcast here at Locked On Sports Network, and they're just killing it right now. They had a they had a bet for Christmas Day that I thought was crazy when I listened to it at the beginning that the Heat. They thought the Heat were going to win by double digits. They called it before Christmas Day. I'm like, dang, that's kind of bold. And they landed it. They killed it. Go listen to Lockdown Bets on the Lockdown Podcast Network. You're missing out if you're not. All right, let's talk about New Year's, guys. New Year's resolutions. I feel like we all have a weird relationship with these things. Some people are all about them. Some people write these things down. And they keep up with them and they can look back at the years and be like, man, I did this. I, I challenged myself. I worked on this, blah, blah, blah. I hope you are that type of person. I am a goal person. I love writing down short-term goals, long-term goals. I love being able to check things off. And uh, for me, the way I approach New Year's, I approach it, uh, one of my best friends, we, we started a while back, years ago, trying to hammer down a word. And I know a lot of people do this. So I'm not acting like I you know reinvented the wheel here but we try to uh land on a word for the year. And last year for 2020 my word was confidence. And I was really struggling with self-confidence, still do, uh deeper issue there, but um but yeah, confidence was my word in 2020. And I there was a lot of different angles to that of how I wanted to get better uh at my with my self-confidence. And there were a lot of things I did last year that that I re- I mean, I mentioned earlier uh, one of those things were, was my physical appearance and my physical uh, uh, getting in shape. And um, there was, I still have a long ways to go with that. But still, uh, there were a bunch of different angles to that mentally, physically, other things too that I could be more confident in. And uh, I haven't landed on a word for 2021 yet. And uh, I, that's something that's one of my goals for, for this week before uh, New Year's Day uh, on Friday. But New Year's resolutions for the Mavericks. So I tweeted this out today, and I was like, hey, give me a resolution that you would give for the Mavericks in 2021, and I have a lot of different responses. So I'm just going to kind of go through some of these, and I'm going to throw out a Twitter handle. So sorry if you didn't want your uh, Twitter handle handle going out to uh, some, yeah, thousands of people who are going to listen to this today. And uh, yeah, if it's dumb, then people can go at you. I don't care. First one, at HH Andre. 93 his new year's resolution for the Dallas Mavericks is I want fans the the Mavericks fans to be more chilled and relaxed man hate to break this to you but I don't know if this is going to happen and I'm not saying it's like a total bad thing it is I will say it is kind of annoying but this comes with the territory right when your expectations as a team goes up then this is where you're going to be this is the, fa- the fan base is going to have their dreams and expectations go up. They're going to be a little bit more on the edge. They're going to want to win more basketball games because they expect it. If we were, you know, let's say the Cleveland Cavaliers right now, they're three, and know, and their fans have to be kind of loving it. I want to say love it unless they just want them to tank again, but they have to be loving because the expectations weren't there and like, Hey, fun. Yeah, we're winning. Let's go. There's probably not a lot of, I could be wrong. There's probably not a lot of arguing going on in Cavs Twitter. If that's, is there a thing of Cavs Twitter? I don't know. So I, I'm sorry, Andre. I'm assuming your name is Andre since it's in your Twitter handle, but I don't think fans are going to be more chilled and relaxed. I mean, Unless the Maver- Mavericks are going to go you know, undefeated the rest of the year, they're going to lose basketball games. They're probably going to lose a handful in a row, and then the sky is going to be falling again, and that's just how it is. So, uh, yeah, I don't think that's going to happen for you, Andre. And, yeah, I don't even know if that's a good or bad thing, like I said. All things Mavs, our buddy, Jimmy. And this is honestly one I would give the Mavericks for this year. Win a playoff series. This is one of the goals. If you want to say the goal for this season, if you want to break it down and say what would be a successful season for the Mavericks this year, I feel like a lot of people, including myself, would say win a playoff series. That would be your number one thing. You made the first round last year. You're quick. I mean, you're quick. I wouldn't say quick. You were close. You were close to pulling off a series that you should not have been close in because of the KP ejection and injury and Luca rolling his ankle and all that stuff we've all, all talked about but win a playoff series. I think that's a solid goal. I think that's a solid resolution to have for 2021 if you're the Mavericks, wherever you land, whether you're in the top four, whether you're five or six or seven, wherever you land, win a playoff series. Next one, at Jared Price, 1115. I don't know where you got those numbers, but maybe it's a date. Maybe it's an anniversary. I don't know. Maybe it's when you got dumped. I, I don't know. And you just want to like live that down. But his New Year's resolution for the Mavericks. So he says, give up on the poisonous dream. This is Poison Ivy or I don't know. Give up on, not the DJ, but the actually like Batman villain. Give up on the poisonous dream of cap space. Whew. I, I feel like I could do the rest of the pod on this subject. We've went down this route before that it wasn't just Giannis or bust. And it wasn't, I even want to take it a step further and say, it's not just free agent or bust cap space gives you flexibility. And I keep on going back to the statement that we've said a thousand times before. It's not like there was something that we know of that was reported on and everything of saying Dallas gave up getting this blank player in order to keep cap space at the chance to get this player we never had that story so if you're if if you didn't give if you didn't like give up the chance at a really good player then you're just like you're sitting there and you're like you're playing with house money you you already found your generational superstar in Luka Doncic you already traded for a guy like Kristaps Porzingis who is under the age of 26 He's been an all-star and you're like, theoretically, if he's healthy, I get all that. He's a perfect fit next to Luca. So why not just keep the cap space? Why not? I, I just don't understand why we can be, this is a different situation than the Dirk years of we gave up draft picks and draft positioning and we didn't this and that. Like I get the whole Giannis thing. I get the, because that has been reported on. That is that Donnie and them wanted him, Cuban's been very open, that he nixed that, and they wanted to move down in the draft to save money, to go after Dwight Howard, and they didn't get Dwight Howard. All, like, I get all of that. But we don't have that situation right now. And we have this generational star. He's 21. So you have to give your chance yourself the chance at getting a Giannis, or whoever it is, or the flexibility to be able to pull off a bigger deal sometime over the next year. I just think the whole cap space conversation is, Let's look at, from the moment that Luka signs the Rookie Max extension, let's wait until that moment to judge what Dallas did over the last year, which will be this coming year, basically. Next one, at Troy Bowman says, his New Year's resolution for the Mavericks is for Luka to shoot 35% from three. So, you know that scene in Home Alone 2, uh, where Marv steps in the front door, he falls and he smacks himself at the bottom of the bottom level of this like condo home. Um, yeah, this home in New York City. And he looks up, he stands up, and I think he like, cr- you know, like cracks his neck or whatever. And he looks up and he says, Wow, what a hole. That's the hole that Luka Doncic is in right now with his three point percentage. Because. Luca is two of 16 from three, two of 16. Um, that's not a very good percentage. So for him to go from 31% and for a lot of us, we want him to hit like 37, 38. Uh, I think we have to kind of accept the fact right now that he's probably, probably going to be in the 20, like because of the the hole that he's in right now, he's probably going to be in the 20s, like 20%. Not 20%, but in the 20s, maybe right at 30 or low 30s for, I don't know, past the all-star break, unless he just goes on a crazy shooting streak. So he's he's dug himself a hole. It's a big hole, but uh, he's good. So hopefully he can climb out of that. He's still averaging like 27, 28 a game. Next one, at, I don't even know how to say the second word in your Twitter handle, but Vog V-I-N-I-C-I-U-S. Sorry, not even going to try it. New Year's resolution is KP's injuries are not a thing anymore. Uh, whew, man, I, I think if I could pick one thing, this would be my, my thing if we could control that. Here's my thing with KP's injury history and just the cloud over that, because no matter how much he wants to admit this or whatever, there is a cloud over that. KP's going to have to prove it for the cloud to go away. What that proving looks like, I don't know. Is it a year? Is it two years? Is it, you know, is it KP coming back in in a few weeks, in three weeks, and him playing the rest of the season? You know, load management. He's playing well. uh, He plays in all the playoff games, and he doesn't have another hiccup at all. Will he enter next season? And everybody's like, all right, he's not the injury play guy. for a lot of people, I think they'd still question it. So what would he need? What would he need? A year and a half? You know, the rest of this season, all of next season with no injuries and all of that. I think that would be what he would need. I think he would need like two consecutive postseason runs. He would need the rest of this year, all of next year, no big injuries. And I think that he would be back on the track then of getting it out of the storylines and out of everything. But for 2021... Yes, that is an amazing resolution for the Dallas Mavericks. Let's take another quick break and then we'll come back for some more resolutions for the Mavericks. Guys, let me tell you about Built Go. For the longest time, uh, the Lockdown Mavericks said we have been super big fans of Built Bar. Uh, Nick and myself, we both have bought and rebought so many built bars over the past few months but built has a new product called built go it is the solution to breaking through whatever wall you're trying to break through it could be a physical wall you're trying to get in better shape and there's this wall you just have to crash it down or there's a mental wall that you're trying to break through built go has you covered it is a healthy replacement for your energy drink but the energy, it's not fake. It's lasting and it's natural. It comes in three flavors, peanut butter, honey, chocolate, coconut, and chocolate mint. Guys, it is this gel packet that it helps you break through that wall. We know that you want to break through that wall right now. So visit BuiltGo.com, use the promo code LOCKED and you'll get 20% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKED for 20% off. BuiltGo.com. Let's go. Before we get into... To some more resolutions, make sure you guys go and listen to John Hollinger and Nate Duncan on the Locked On Podcast Network, two of the smartest guys in the business. Uh, I love always reading John Hollinger stuff at The Athletic. Nate Duncan has been doing podcasts forever. And uh, yeah, they're super smart, and they talk about the NBA. Go listen to them on the Locked On Podcast Network. All right. Next resolution, at D blank. 26 actual blank. No, I'm not doing like underscore. I'm actually, it is D B L a N K 26. His new year's resolution is Willie Colley Stein over Dwight Powell. If that happens on the 30th against the Hornets and it's still in 2020, will that still be a resolution? I don't know. Does it happen? Maybe No, I don't know. Um, I do think Willie has earned himself some more minutes, whether he starts over Dwight. Uh, I could see it, mainly because I can see Rick Carlisle riding a hot hand. He's done that before, and I think Willie does have a hot hand right now at the center position uh, for what that's worth. Uh, I think he deserves more minutes. I would be surprised if Rick starts him uh, against the Hornets. Um, I would, but then I wouldn't. I don't know how it fell on that. But either way, I think he's getting more minutes. If your resolution is Willie over Powell, that has to do with the bench unit in 2021 because hopefully not much of 2021 uh, has KP uh, not your starting center uh, for the rest of the year. I actually put as my notes on this one, you need a bigger bigger re- <laughs> resolution uh, because this is basically the backup center spot. This one, I don't really want to put you on blast too much for this one, man. But at MFFL Miles, you responded to my tweet. That says, "Hey, what's one New Year's resolution for the Mavs in 2021?" By saying, "Acquire Blake Griffin." Um, man, I don't know really where to start with this. Blake didn't even like travel to to, to their game against Atlanta, uh, so he's played in two games this year. He hasn't looked bad for a very bad Detroit team. He's averaging 20 points. Six rebounds, three assists, 38% from, from three in these two games. He's averaging 10 threes a game. Shocker, kind of. Um, Shoot 44% from the field. But, guys, he makes like a bajillion dollars. And I get it. Now, I think this is like a bigger conversation that I want to have with Nick of how many of these vets – on these bigger contracts, would you be more okay with now that Giannis is off the table? Guys like Blake Griffin. I know Kevin Love is hurt right now. But, like, theoretically, if Chris Paul was still out there and he went on Phoenix, like, would you be more open to it now? And some people were, were wanting Chris Paul before Giannis signed his extension and before he went to Phoenix and all that stuff. So, um, if that's – yeah, I just don't even really know, like, how that's your biggest resolution for the Mavs in 2021 – I would be shocked if that ever happens. Do I want that to happen? Probably not. At Cannon Paul, his New Year's resolution for the Mavs is, figure out a way to turn KP into another star. Guys, stop trying to give up KP right now. He's about to come back. Let's get excited for it. Think of pre-bubble KP. If you can't remember that when you try to think about it, then go look up the stats for pre-bubble KP. I want to see a healthy KP with Luca and Jay Rich and these guys. I'm very, very excited about that. So uh, let's not make that a resolution. Let's uh, let's hold back on that. And here's something to think about. I've seen this thrown around some. and It's like, hey, what would that look like in the future? I've seen some national media podcasts kind of throw this out there. Of hey, Porzingis could be a Dallas, you know, piece they could use in the future. Here's my thing about this. If KP, if he's healthy then you want him on the team. Then it's great. Then you don't want to trade him because he's under contract. He's super young and he fits with your generational superstar and Luka Doncic. If he's injured, what are you going to get? So it's kind of like this lose, lose To where if he gets hurt again, then I don't like, it's not like you can turn around and flip, flip him for something because everybody else is going to be wondering, like everybody else. You see what I'm saying? So Uh, I think it's, yeah, you just have to hold on to KP. Hope that he stays healthy because these injuries have been kind of weird, freakish injuries and say, man, let's, let's roll, let's roll with this because I think it's going to be super exciting with this current Mavs team at T V I T T L E S 22 T Vittles. I don't know. This is actually my new year's resolution for the Mavs. He says, winning record in clutch games. Sign me up. This is what the Mavs need to work on. I'm excited for this. I'm excited to see what this team, uh, they just had some bad, I want to say bad luck last year, but they are also very bad performance wise in the clutch last year too. It's a combination of both to have the clutch record that they did. Great New Year's resolution. I don't know what your name is. Uh at Justin three four four zero seven seven three one. I love numbers in Twitter handles. I don't know if you're just a bot or I guess not. You just really wanted Justin. His New Year's resolution is get Kawhi in free agency. Ooh, big dreams. Um Kawhi looks like he's on his way to hitting free agency. I, I would be kind of surprised if he left the Lakers. I mean ooh, <laughs> Lakers. Uh Clippers, because it is LA. He did uh seem like he did want to go there. Man, Kawhi with Luka Doncic and uh, Christoph Swarzingis, my lord. Um, better fit than Giannis. At Stephen Paul says his New Year's resolution is keep having fun and being good teammates with each other. Is this a children's book? Like, you are just, bless- God bless your soul, Stephen. That's the most, the kindest, the most enjoyable, like warming, heartwarming. I just watched soul with my family, uh, a few nights ago. And I thought it was incredible. A little bit more for like adults and stuff. I, I don't know if kids fully understand soul, but uh, Oh, well good movie, but that's just so heartwarming. I mean, guys, listen to this. Keep having fun and being good teammates with each other. That just warms my soul. That warms my heart. Good job, Steven. I love this. This, I literally wrote in my notes on this. How adorable. If y'all haven't seen Bobon serenading his wife on his Instagram for her birthday, what are you doing? Push stop on this podcast. It's almost at the end, so you can honestly just turn this podcast off right now. And I only have one more resolution after this. And just go watch, listen to Bobon. Bobon's voice is so much, is so beautiful. It's the voice of an angel, according to Bobby Crawler. At D underscore Silva 77, New Year's resolution is trade for Victor Oladipo. Guys, watch out for Victor. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. We've talked about Oladipo on this pod a lot uh, when it ca- came to uh, trade targets. Uh, we talked about him over the summer. We talked about him when all the stuff was going down, about the rumors, about him maybe wanting out of Indi- <laughs> Indiana. Uh, we've talked about just um, the fact that he went to Indiana and Cuban went to Indiana. Uh, his fit with Dallas. I know I've been more of a believer in Oladipo's fit in Dallas compared to some other people um i know he hasn't looked the best in preseason uh but still that that is a situation i'm monitoring he's going to be an unrestricted free agent at the end of the year he's obviously one of the only players remaining left in that class that could get a, a, a good payday uh this summer and the mavericks still have a lot of money um waiting to be spent so guys those are just some of the solutions. I I honestly haven't checked uh, some of the mentions from in a while. So some of y'all might have some new ones uh, that you sent my way. I'm sorry if I didn't get to them. This podcast is coming out on the 30th. So uh, tonight, the Mavericks host the Hornets, LaMelo, Luca. It's fun. We bought stock on LaMelo Ball. I'm excited to watch LaMelo. Gordon Hayward, I thought it looked great the other night. Uh, And uh, I forgot what game I watched of them the other day. I like PJ Washington a lot. Y'all know that. But uh, it should be fun. I think it'll be a feisty game. Terry Rozier is playing well. Uh, I don't think it's just a rollover game. I don't think this is a game you go into and say, hey, like, I don't think this is a 50-point blowout. <laughs> Clippers. Um, wasn't that just the best team they could have beat by 50? Maybe the Lakers, but the Clippers, I think, is right up there. We just need it to happen to uh, Marcus Morris. But then again, I don't know. Maybe if the Mavericks lose on like St. Patrick's Day, we can just say... I mean, we've been on the road, and it was St. Patrick's Day, you know? So, I think that's the reason we were sluggish. Guys, thank you for listening to Locked On Mavericks. Check us out tomorrow, post-game pod, after Hornets, Mavs. I'll have a guest with me. You guys are awesome. Peace out. Boom.